and welcome to our podcast welcome to the podcast you guys it's been uh, quite the week it has right? been quite the week hasn't it and we're sorry that we weren't here for the beginning part of it with you but now we're here and now we're here to celebrate the beginning and the middle and we decided to celebrate hump day with you guys we did happy that's hump what we're day doing. it's hump day Find yourself somewhere to rub your middle against because it's the beginning it's the beginning of the middle of the week. Are you having coming back a, to the middle and around again? Are you having a hard time getting over the middle of the week? Try a hump day. Rub it. Rub it around. Guys, you might be wondering and asking to yourself, why is this show late? This isn't what I signed up for. I gotta go get the laundry. So Mike signed up for laundry today, and uh, that's what he's doing. Uh, we were actually all over Texas this week, and that's why this is late. Uh, we definitely tried to get this out on time, but that definitely, we didn't try hard enough, <laughs> uh, just to be quite honest. Um, we were all over Austin. Mike had shows. He opened up for or he featured for Ally Mack, the very funny Ally Mack. Uh, for those of you that came out, thank you. It was very nice to meet all of you. It was nice to be able to surprise some of you that didn't realize that I was coming with. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, what can I say? We had a fucking blast. We all just kind of laughed. That's what we did. We laughed. <laughs> Uh, this is a lot harder to keep going without Mike here. He's changing over the laundry because we needed to do laundry and I've got a thousand things going on today and I have to get my ass to work and I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to upload this as right before I leave because Mike is no longer in the room and it takes me a little while to get all of this uploaded for you. I had fun in, in Texas this week. I got to see a good old friend of mine uh, uh, the day after we got in because we had that day like all day to ourselves. And um, it was really nice to like kind of catch up. I met his wife that I've never met before. Um, and she was lovely. And her birthday was the day before Mike's. Ooh, I don't know if I just fucked something up. Oh, my foot caught something. And... I think it's still going. We'll see if this doesn't come out right. You know why. Um, but yeah, so it was really nice to see my friend that lives there. Uh, I think the last time I saw him was probably like five or six years ago. And we were all home for something. I don't know if it was for a wedding or what it was for, but we were all home. And, uh, and I got to see him. So it was really nice to, to catch up and kind of see where everyone was at. He's such a good person. He's like got a bunch of like adopted and fostered kids. And I, I don't know how people do it. He's got like five kids. Like to those of you who have been adopted, fostered by good people, uh, are thinking about doing it. Kudos to you because that's fucking awesome. I, 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 I don't know how the fuck people do it. I, I don't know that I could. Um, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of heartbreak too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had a good time. We stayed in some weird ass places. Um, we started out in Dallas. We moved over to Austin and then Houston and then back to San Antonio, which... This should have kind of been done a couple of different ways. It should have been like Dallas, um, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, then Houston, maybe. I mean, I don't know, maps. But I didn't realize that we were going to be driving three hours every day, um, which was kind of a bummer because we didn't get to spend any real time in these places. So I don't know if it was cool or not. I remember Dallas being cool, but I went there like 15 years ago. Um, when uh, when Ross, my friend that I saw in Dallas, when he graduated from TCU, 
um, which was kind of fucking fun. I don't really remember much of that trip because we spent a lot of that trip drunk. But yeah, anyway, we didn't get to spend a ton of time uh, in places, uh, in these places that we really wanted to. We did go to Top Golf one day, um, and that was in what Austin? No, Houston. Houston was Top Golf. Anyway, this week we went to Texas. <laughs> And in Texas, we did so many things. And Houston, we went to Top Golf, yeah, which is the tallest golf course in the world. No, and it's like a building you fire balls out of. Mm-hmm. And we did that, and it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. In your life? In my whole life. Even though I fucked up your score. That's okay. Yeah. The scores don't matter when you're having that much fun. Yeah. And there's a lesson in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. And I think the lesson is have fun. Bing. <laughs> a couple important lessons in there. Lesson number one, have fun. Lesson number two, you don't always need two lessons in a story. Sometimes it's more important to keep the story lessons. <laughs> You keep them you, one lesson per story. You have bookends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of books, David Grohl wrote a book. It's ever long. It's very good. I've cried at every single chapter so far. It's very good. That's nice. I'm making my way slow because... You don't want to cry every chapter. I don't want to cry every chapter, yeah. but I do. That's fair. And uh, I'm a slow reader. Mm-hmm. I'm a little, I got a little bitch ass brain and it can't handle all these, all the words Yeah, and books are filled with so many words and there's a yeah. lesson in there as well. Yeah. And, uh, books could be filled with a lot of lessons yeah. because you got a lot of time and each chapter is its own story. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had a lot of fun in Austin too. Uh, we went to uh, a cool little uh, little um, record store. Yes, that a friend of ours, J.F. Harris, very funny comedian, recommended. Recommended. We go to End of an Ear, Panera. <laughs> end of Panera. They have a bunch of records in there. Yeah, and uh, it was great. And I walked in there, and I was like, first of all, you know me, Zoe. Yes. I don't like to get a lot of things on the road because the I like to travel light. Right. I don't want to carry a bunch limited, of shit back. And limited, I have limited, limited, limited space. edition. Yes. Space. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to have extra things. I don't want to push extra things through Securitats mm-hmm. in the airport. Um, but... I, and so I went in there and I was like, I'm not going to get nothing. Came out with four or five things. Yes. Should we go over the things? We can. Here's the first one. It's uh, on display in the back. It's a uh, 1994-ish, 94 or 6 recording, 1993, um, of the MTV Unplugged episode with... Uh, um, Stone Temple Paillers. Yeah. Which I, I believe that's how you spell it. But yeah. Stone Temple Paillers. Um, it's very good. Yes. Also, I'll just show them. <laughs> what was that? Which song know. was that? I don't know. What was that? P- plush? Uh, yeah, I was excited to like still have you get some of the shit because you really wanted it. And it sucked that you couldn't have it. And Mike ended up selling uh, like a shit ton of uh, laundry. (laughs) Laundry. (laughs) You fucked me up. Mike ended up selling a bunch, like all of our records when we moved because he wanted to save space, but we were moving into a bigger space, which (laughs) which I tried to be considerate. Like I didn't realize that he was doing it until it was too late. And I was like, you did what? And he's like, yeah, I sold all my records. And I'm like, okay. I made a mistake. It's okay. We all have a, here was my whole thinking on it. And I Mm -hmm. think we've even talked about it before, but that's Mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. We're talking about it again now. Yeah. Um, 
anyone who's lived in a small apartment knows you have to keep your things that you have mm-hmm. to a minimum. The minimum. Yeah. Perfect word in that situation mm-hmm. because you don't want to feel like the walls are closing in on mm-hmm. you and you're trapped in your own place. You want to feel comfortable in your own place. That right. way if you go out and you have a stressful day, you can come home to a relatively clean, relatively clutter-free mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, so stop sending my fucking cutouts of Gotta of stop. Nick. Gotta stop. <laughs> so fucking stop, please. Gotta stop sending me things because it's like you're sending me stress. <laughs> you're sending me a, a stress that's exactly as as the size of the stress is the size of the package. Yes. And we get it and it says it's a stress to, to me. Um, anyway, here are the records that I got. Stone Temple Pierre's uh-huh. 1993 MTV yeah. Unplugged mm-hmm. recording. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I bought one of the many records that I sold back to mm-hmm. the store at some point. Mm-hmm. But this is a more original recording of it. I got the Beatles White Album. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest albums ever made. Huge Beatles fan. Everybody knows that. And this is um, a stereo printing of it. And this came with the uh, like the poster that and the insert that it originally comes with. All the um, lyrics are on it. And I'm very excited to listen to that again because I sold it and mm-hmm. it was uh, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And then I got this is an internet. I'm like, I got this uh, Beatles live from the BC, BBC, excuse me, um, which is like a collection of radio appearances that the Beatles made in their early "Everyone Looks Like the Same Guy" days. Yes. And this was actually when this came out on CD, which was 1994. Um, my parents got it for me for Christmas. I came out right before Christmas and I bought it and it was like four CDs Mm -hmm. and I listened to it, uh, nonstop. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't see when we were at the store, cause I was about to put this one back, Mm -hmm. even though it has childhood memories. You were like, no, you should get it. It's almost your birthday. Yeah. It was your birthday. And I was like, fine. Thank you for Mm -hmm. encouraging this. Um, and we got it and it's 50 bucks and... But it's also, uh, it's factory sealed. And I'd like to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I part of me thinks I should. But part of me is like, what is the right thing to do? Do we keep it in the fucking thing? Do we enjoy it and dimin- diminish its value? Maybe that is a fail safe against selling it some other time. Maybe. Maybe I'll be like, well, I could have gotten more for this. If you sell your fucking records again, I'm going to punch you. You know what was the nail in the coffin? Mm. And I said this the day after, but last time I went to Freak Beat Records Mm -hmm. on Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oak, shout out two times. The guy was talking about how a bunch of people sold their records during quarantine. Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh, yeah, we got this one shipment and there was a bunch of like just stuff that isn't made anymore. Like even newer printings Mm -hmm. that are out of print because records are so expensive to make. Usually they'll make like, you know, one big batch of stuff and then they won't make it ever again. Right. And he was like, all this, all this stuff that was like limited edition. I just remember having the coolest fucking record collection and we sold it. I didn't regret it at the time because I was like, it, uh, the whole point of, buying records Mm -hmm. obviously you could listen to whatever on spotify sure but it's like searching for it it's like the tactile like you're in there and you're fucking you're flipping through the shit that Mm -hmm. just came in Mm -hmm. and uh and it's a great experience and it made me very happy at a time where i was not very happy when we first got here so i was like maybe if i sell all this stuff back not only will we get a little bit of money for it because gucci collection Great taste, less failing, but um, it might give somebody else joy mm-hmm. in a very depressing time, mm-hmm. and also it will clear up some space so we don't feel so cluttered. Right. But joke's on me, because fuck me, right? Right. And then I got Local Natives, mm-hmm. which uh, this is the record with uh, Dark Days on it, and Dark Days is just a great song. Is it coming? whole record has that kind of a vibe, and... Um, I try to get records based on what you can just let play as a, as an entire album. 
And that's why this fucking Beatles live at the BCC, BBC, excuse me. BCC was where we used to eat lunch at Fairfield University. Mm-hmm. Anyway, British Broadcasting Corporation. Um, that's one of those things that you just like leave on and let play. Yeah. And while I'm here and either editing or drawing. Drawing. Or, uh, working. Doogling. Doogling in the bathroom. We should get another record player for the bathroom. While we're I mean, that. I don't know about all that, but, you know, sure. Anyway, it's a very enjoyable experience. I bought that Draplin um, uh, design book with that giant collection of, of everything he and his company had designed. Mm-hmm. It's really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. A bunch of beautiful, real clean designs. Cool. And I like him very much. Bought that book a while ago. Mm-hmm. And he there's these little inserts, and he gives little... Um, just insights into the marketing company, the design firm, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, rule number one is always have a record playing in the background. Fun. And it's just fucking awesome. Yeah. Having, filling your apartment or your house or even just your room with music while you're doing whatever makes it nice. Yeah. This morning, Mike was playing something and I was like, what are you playing? And he was like, I don't know, just something in the background. It is a. Uh, it's what we have behind Zoya. You know how really we have a nice and soothing. Yeah. As I was like getting out of the shower, running around, starting getting some laundry done. Yeah. Uh, just trying to get my fucking week started and trying to wrap my mind around work, which is so not there. I'm not there right now. I'm just yeah. not. I can't get into work mode right now, and I don't. You're still in driving across Texas mode. Yeah, kind of that. And, uh, you know, my business partner's mom's not doing well. So there's a lot going on there and trying to reschedule clients and thanks to Lex because she's been helping me do that. And she's she's great. You guys shout out one time to Lex and everyone else that helps us. Kevin, Leah, you guys are great. Yes. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean. There's just a lot going on. I feel like it's the last two months. It's just been like fucking non-fucking stop. I like how we always, for whatever reason, think it's about to calm down. (laughs) And maybe that's us being naive. And maybe that's good. Yeah. We have the energy to work. And we're young enough to want to work all the time. Mm -hmm. And we like to work. We like to be busy. Yes. And after the pandemic and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's all very thankful to be busy all the time but we always kind of think like when we went to texas excuse me if you've already said all these things Mm -hmm. but when we were there it was a lot of we didn't really have time to chill Mm -hmm. in any place yeah because we drove like three hours a day Mm -hmm. no matter where we went right when we got down there, I was like, there's one big drive. Mm-hmm. This is what I thought. And then each drive to each additional city is only like an hour because of how it was laid out. Right. But it was not like that. No. It was a three-hour drive every day. So we didn't have a ton of time to chill. We didn't have a ton of time to sleep in. We didn't have a ton of time to record this fucking podcast mm-hmm. in a hotel room like we had originally planned. Mm-hmm. And uh, oops. Yeah. And then when we got back here, we were like, okay, well, things will calm down a little bit when we're home. And I don't know why we thought that, but we did think that. And no. And now here we are. Yeah. My sister's come in on Sunday. Yeah. I hope everybody's sister comes on Sunday. <laughs> and that's my hope and wish to you. Yeah. I mean, my sisters are going to be here. One of my sisters is turning 40 this uh, Thursday. Tight. What is it? Tomorrow. Yes. And so they're coming. We're going to go to Palm Springs on Sunday and hang out for a couple of days and be together and come back. And the girls want to do a podcast. Okay. So I may do that with them once we get back. Are so, they going to be on the couch? I mean, they can. <laughs> but I may just like talk to them for a little while. I you don't should. think they I'll bounce I don't, out. I don't know that they really know. They're not going to know what to do. I mean, I still don't know what to do. You know, you, do you play this angle that just because you're not 
used to this whole whatever. You've been doing a podcast for a long, a long time. time. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right <laughs> about that. But you know what to do. You have grabbed the reins on several occasions. You've done shows by yourself. Mm-hmm. You put up the thing, you know, you know, you're a podcast person. Did you already tell them that you got recognized on the streets no, of Austin? T- text us. Don't drive in Texas. Um, <laughs> you, while we were on the street, mm-hmm. I had a show with Ali Mikofsky. Did you already talk about all that? I, I talked about your shows and that you featured for Ali Mikofsky. One and only, Ali Mikofsky. Which, hold on a second. Now. Pause. Yes. Uh, Happy that birthday. Night, thank you. That night, we actually got to meet our $100 sponsor. Yes. Josh Wilkinson. Yes. And he was fucking awesome. He <laughs> was fucking great, man. So there's his shout out for the month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next time I'm coming to stay with you, homie. <laughs> we'll tell the story every podcast yes. for the next month. Um, but he was super awesome. And I... Uh, we took a picture together and I accidentally put his phone on the wide angle mm. and I ruined two of his pictures. Well, but, uh, don't we have to send him pictures? Didn't we? You have to send him pictures because I, I don't have them in my phone and I will give me his, uh, emailing address. Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to give you his tech, his phone number. Fine. So we were, give it out right now. So we were, um, four, eight, seven. (laughs) Zoe. Imagine. Zoe, you're out of your goddamn mind. So feeling zany. We were, uh, we we had a show at the Vulcan gas company, which I guess is like the premier comedy club down there on sixth street. Now sixth street. Wild. Is wild, insane, out of control nightlife. If you're above 23, you don't belong there type shit. And it's like Marty Gras and um, Alive at Five in Stanford, Connecticut, all rolled into WOM. Mm -hmm. And we were getting warnings about like, don't go down the wrong street. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. And you're going to get thrown up on. And only a couple of those things almost happen. Mm -hmm. Also combined with the fact that there was some kind of Grand Prix race happening, Mm -hmm. headlined by Billy Joel, Stop It. Yeah. Um, there was a, the Austin film festival mm-hmm. was crapping at the same time. Mm-hmm. Parents weekend, parents weekend, which was the funniest part. Oh man. So now you get a bunch of parents with a bunch of college kids trying to be like, let's go out. I was young. Yeah. What? Come on, Danny. Let's go down to the bars. Why don't you show me what to do with your friends? Show me what you do on a Saturday night here at, at school that I pay too much money for. And then I, we did see them, and they did do that. Mm-hmm. And I did see someone's dad throwing up into a tree planter on the side of the... Dude, people got wiki wiki why why west. Yeah. On that street. Yes, they did. And I saw so many drunk people, and we saw a guy... Um, we saw a guy get thrown out of a bar and he was so drunk that he was leading where he was going with his stomach. Like there was a compass in his stomach and he was being pulled by that thing like a Donnie Darko where the clear thing comes out of your stomach and, yep. and shows you where to go. Yep. And drunk people, um, when they get thrown out of a bar, they look like the last couple rounds of Jenga where their next move could be a topple down. Yeah. And it was beautiful, but we saw people's parents thrown up. A lot of people. There was a girl, you know, those um, big, hefty metal trashes that are like on the corners of the street or in the middle of a mall. It'll, you know, the ones I'm talking about that are made of like green metal and they're kind of like shaped beautifully, but inside is a trash can. I saw a girl just like on, like she was sleeping on her desk in chemistry class. And she was just on it. And I was like, can't think of a more disgusting place to rest ahead. Yeah, no. And that's a 22-year-old thing to do, to drink that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's it's funny how you drink like that to a certain point, And then you get too old to drink like that but that's the prime age yeah to drink like that and it never ends up 
good and you wake up and you wonder why you have sores on your mouth Mm -hmm. or whatever it's because you put your mouth on municipal trash can you put your mouth on caca yes you did Mm -mm. and i was thinking this is very gross so i might if i were you i'd hit the skipped 15 seconds button yeah how are you listener who wants to remain happy today (laughs) but i was thinking about how you know so many of the buildings out out like in front of a bank or something will have those stone tree planters and they'll have like a little bit of mulch and then they'll have a tree out in front of the bank and I saw so many people do so many things into those. Yeah. And I was just wondering what those smelled like or what the consistency was Ugh. the next day when it's like 98 degrees. That literally turned my stomach just now so bad. That's like a tree floating in throp. Ugh. <laughs> they have like a farmer's market Sunday morning. <laughs> Yuck. Like, hey, do you have those? Do you have those? Uh, you have those hot almonds you had last week? Yeah. What does that smell? What's that, hot almonds? <laughs> and then, yeah, so we're sitting outside after Mike's show. And some guy's like, you. I recognize you. He recognized Mike. Pointing to me and my lovely wife. He's like, you. And then he turns over to me and he's like, and you. He's like, I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank on your name. And he's like pointing at Mike. And I'm just standing there, like laughing at him. And like wasted. So with the eyes Hammer. that are like looking a million miles yeah. into the future. And, and it, the <laughs> kind of the, he swears he's standing still, but he looks like yeah. he's on a cruise ship. Yeah. And then like the back of his hair, he must have taken a nap before he went out. On the sidewalk. So it's like his hair is just like standing <laughs> straight up back here, you know? Little rooster. He'd been drinking all day. He had to have been because mm-hmm. he went to the races too. You know, when you're just tired and then, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, as you know, he's like, I see, I watch your stuff. Like, he's like, you guys, he was talking about podcast. specific clips. Yeah. And he was like, you were talking at, uh, to me about how you weren't cool. And yeah. you were trying to say you were cool. Yeah. And then he, as he was like, he's like, so good to meet you, you know, whatever. He looks at me and he points at me. He's like, Zoe, right? (laughs) So close, man. So close. Zoya. He's like, Zoya. And like is walking away. He was like, he was saying, it was almost like, I'm trying to get his general attitude was like, hey, do you know where the pizza place is? Yeah, yeah. And then we said, uh, and he was like, I thought it was one block up. And then you said two blocks up. Mm -hmm. And he goes, that's it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. That was the exact um, personality yeah. mindset. Yeah. Because he was like, Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, so close, man. Zoe. And he's like, that's it. Yeah. And then he just walked away. Yeah. Like he knew he was going to see us there and he felt bad for screwing up your name. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Because but we it's... were talking about on the way back mm-hmm. that we don't. This podcast isn't about anything in particular. Right. And it's just us kind of bullshitting. Mm-hmm. So any kind of audience that we've amassed mm-hmm. just kind of likes listening to us yeah. talk to each other. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's the only selling yep. point of this podcast. Yeah. Couldn't really make it into a TV show nope. <laughs> because comedian and a hairdresser love each other very much. Yeah. That's the premise. Yeah. And we talk about, we know that people listen because mm-hmm. we talk to so many of mm-hmm. you, but also it kind of seems like it's... To no one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because it would just be what we were doing anyway. Yeah. In all honesty, dude, if this was like we, if there was no lights or cameras or action Mm -hmm. and microphones, this would, and we were like, we were ordered by like couples therapy or whatever, like sit down for an hour a week and talk to each other once a week. This, it would be the same conversation. More or less. Yeah. So we were talking about it on the the drive um, to the next place that we were like, it's so weird that um, thousands of people listen and that they would like easily recognize us in their town while they were drunk and uh, and not be there for the same reason why we were there, Mm -hmm. but just recognize us in passing and yeah, it's such it's a weird funny. feeling because Mike is like, like after that happened, Mike was like, you're famous. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Stranger knew who you were, kind of. But I'm not. It doesn't feel like 
I feel like I don't ever feel like anybody even actually listens to this. Like people it's always it like mind blowing <laughs> to me that people actually follow this, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So I never like put it in the terms of, you know, this is not something that it's not work to me. You know what I mean? This is me hanging out with you. Right. And we're sitting here talking and it's been part of our relationship since forever. Yeah. And so for, for me, it's just like weird when somebody's like, you, 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 you're Zomi, right? <laughs> so Zoila. Zoila. Yeah. Did I tell you guys that story? Did I tell you that a client kept calling me Zoila? Was that recent? Yeah. And I just, and I've been I like, uh, I've been correcting her for years, so uh-huh. I'm just like not going to do it anymore. Yeah. And just allow her to call me Zoila. What do you do when somebody doesn't commit your, your shit to memory like that? I don't give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> You can't give a fuck. If you no. get upset about that kind of shit, you're just like, you know what it is? A lot it. of people are just in their own world and don't even think, because you know, at, at some point, because it wasn't even my client, that's first and foremost. Sure. Second of all, um, they don't care. It's like going to the gas station. They you are. You got to go to the gas station to keep the car running. You got to cut your hair to keep having a job. so you're just there and it's like talking to a gas pump and the gas pump talks back (laughs) and the gas pump is very nice and very helpful has so much good insight Uh will give you you know the difference is the gas pump doesn't give you suggestions that could lead to a better life Mm -hmm. or meeting the love of your life or getting the job right gas pump doesn't suggest how to make yourself more attractive some people just don't give a fuck yeah and that's fine yeah that's fine yeah And that's, it's being okay with that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit. So many problems in the world could be Mm -hmm. alleviated by people. Not giving a fuck. Not giving, or giving way less of a fuck. Mm -hmm. If you're totally good with yourself, you're way less affected by um, the way other people treat you a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. Because I used to be very unhappy with myself, not to brag. Mm-hmm. And everything that everybody said uh, would affect me at mm-hmm. certain parts of my life. The people who outwardly didn't like me mm-hmm. would affect me a lot. The people who did like me, but I would take things that they said in the wrong way just because I didn't feel Gucci gang about myself. Yeah. And as Gucci. soon as you start to love yourself and be comfortable with yourself, everything that everybody says matters less. Yeah. Sometimes. It's my favorite. Yeah. Give a fuck. Yeah. Zoila. Yeah, Zoila. So next time you see him on the street, give her whatever name you want. It won't matter. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'll know. She'll know her name and that's all that matters. It's just funny because I like uh I I'm drawing a blank on her name now, but I I want to start calling her Margaret. <laughs> Who, oh, the that, client. that lady. Yeah. See, you don't even know her name. At least she knows that your shit starts with a yeah, Z. I or remember whatever. her name. It's just I don't want to call her out. What's her first and last name? It is. <laughs> Imagine. Dragons. What else you got? Nothing. I drew this picture of a skull. Yeah. What do you think about that? Happy horny ween. Happy horny ween. Yeah, I'm into it. Did you ever dress up as anything for a horny ween? Horny ween. Yeah. One year I was a half boy, half girl. My mom had cut pair of jeans now this is also early 90s yes uh she cut a pair of jeans and a skirt for me and i wore a side ponytail Tight. i think i've told this story before every year um i dressed up as white trash one year i meant did you ever dress up as anything for horny ween mm. you know how girls do horny things i was an 80s instructor once in an 80s uh, instructor in yeah workout instructor, instructor. talks to people about the yeah 80s. uh workout instructor and i had like a leotard on but i was also bartending so maybe there i remember that yeah that was a lot of fun didn't you all dress up as yeah that's nice yeah well, it was a group costume it was really nice group costumes are fun yeah bill harrington uh my old cook he was in like straight up like sweatband like he he everyone rocked out yeah. that day uh what else i was a hot cop once hot cop mhm problematic yeah it was <laughs> it really was i'm just kidding cops could be hot no it was the dress was problematic why is that cuz it kept riding up uh, it right it rode me dirty can't do that can't be a functional 
uh, officer of the law with a dress that's right in nah. your dirts. No, no, no. Um, I was Zangief one year, and so I dressed in wrestler gear. I had uh, flesh-colored tights, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, my Prius was out. Nice. I, uh, not Halloween, but I was part of a talent show for yes. my sister's old friend that I hated. And we did. Same one I'm thinking of? Uh, Ranger Rick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we did uh, our version of the Full Monty. Uh-huh. And we. For a talent show? Yeah. It was really actually, it was actually really funny. And we all had nude colored bodysuits, but uh, some friends that are firefighters let us borrow their gear. Tight. So we stripped down. She won. The full talent show, yeah. For who? For whom was the talent show? For school, it was a school talent show. It was a school talent show. Yeah. What kind of school? High school. High school. Yeah. And you dressed up like old men that show their dicks, and you won the talent. Basically, I mean, no, we were we were just in because they they stripped down from police suits, right? From the full Monty. Never saw it. And then. Yeah, we had um, we had fireman gear. You had fireman gear. Mm-hmm. Explain to me what the act was. You had fireman gear, and then you took it off, and you had you had yeah, dick. Yeah, we stripped it off. No, no dick. Just nude color bodysuits. No D's. No dildos. No, D, no, no DMBs. No no no. no, 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 no DMBs. And you won. Yeah, she won. I was just part of it. <laughs> If it's a group thing, you all won. No, she was just. It was she was the one that was in it, and we were Mary was in it. Uh-huh. Gilta was in it. Yes, me, Kate, and you guys didn't even go to the school. I I was the only one that didn't go to the school. The did they know did. that? Yes. Disqualified no. immediately. No way. You're bringing in a ringer from a different walk of life. Doesn't matter. Into your high school to no, no, take no, no, off no, their no. clothes in front no, of all the no, children. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Do you think that but there was, was somebody crazy else in that the talent she got show to win that. playing like a ukulele, playing that song? It's like by themselves in the spotlight, crying a little bit because the song means so much to them. And then they see you being like, somebody, and then you win. And do you think that they're backstage hugging their ukulele like? Don't even go to the school. Maybe. That's not my problem. You took that from someone. Well, sorry for you. Did I ever tell you that I was part of a group? And now I'm, listen to my wording. I was part of a group who won a talent show uh, by singing and dancing to Candy Rain by Soul For Real. Do you remember the dance? Yes. There was a part. We all danced together. Okay. A lot of it was because we were younger. Uh-huh. A lot of it, if you're in a line, a lot of it was this. And then there was, there's the music break. So we were all in a line of boys. Uh-huh. And we were all like. Wow. Who was in this? I don't know any of the other kids. Dude, there was. How didn't you know? Summer camp, dude, I didn't know anyone I went to summer camp with. And it was a day camp in the same town as I grew up in. And none of those kids ever went to my school, (laughs) ever went to any school that I've ever. It was the weirdest shit because you go to school. I went to public school. So there are only like two. No, actually, there's like three or four public grade schools in my town. There's two high schools. Two middle schools. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any of these fucking kids. And they were all just like summer kids. Like that LFO song. Interesting. Summer kids come and summer kids go. Your mom's calling. That's fun. Hi, mom. I need to tell you before you start talking that you're on the podcast. Hi, mom. Oh. Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. See how my mom goes right to how Zoya? Yeah, how's I Zoya love her. Doing? How are you today, Mom? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. We're just doing the podcast because we got it up late because we were in text us. 
know you were in Texas. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're home. Me too. Yeah, there was a lot of traveling, right? Yeah. For a few days. Too much. Too much driving, yeah. not enough uh, relaxing and discovering. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, you got a little bit of that the first couple of days, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mom, do you have any uh, pleasant or um, interesting or embarrassing memories of me on Halloween? Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Uh-oh, <laughs> Um... Nothing specific to Halloween. I can't say I can't really remember you doing anything, you know, on Halloween itself. I just remember, though, that because your birthday is October 23rd, the week before Halloween, you know. Uh Uh-huh, thank um, you for remembering. I always remember that you seem to get in trouble around that time. Oh, is that right? Yes, because I had to cancel a couple birthday parties as punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like just not doing the right thing for whatever reason, yeah. and I think once you you uh, weren't able to go out trick or treating. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I probably deserved it, but yeah. hey, it's my time of the month. I'm gonna act up. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what seemed to happen. It was like just around your birthday every year. I remember happened. one year you made an Ultimate Warrior costume for me from scratch. But yes, you're right. More than one year. And then because we lived in the Northeast, more often than not, I would have an awesome costume, usually a wrestler or Batman, and I would have to wear a winter coat over it. That's right. Which was a bummer. Sometime we tried to put a coat underneath if we could find a big enough shirt to go over it, but that didn't always work out. Well, also fake muscles, so good good idea. Yeah, fake muscles. You always got your point across, though, of who you were, even if you had to wear a jacket. I had to let him know. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> um, did you ever dress up as anything for Halloween that you remember? I didn't do anything, like, really spectacular, um, except one year when we were a bit older. So Dad and I, I think we were married. I don't know if we were dating or married, but... Uh, we got invited to like a Halloween party and we didn't have anything till last minute. We went out with two of our friends and we went to like just any store that was open. This is on Halloween day. Uh And the party was that night and we like just bought a bunch of random stuff and we dressed up as like cowboys and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. You know that really, really big cowboy hat that we used to have? Yes. The gigantic foam hat that was just in the basement forever, no matter what. That's right. So, two, there were two of those. The guys wore those. The girls wore little tiny, like, toy hats. <laughs> <laughs> we all went home. We found, like, um, you know, like, uh, flannel shirts. Yes. And the girls wore these, like, overall... The guys wore overalls, and the girls wore overall, um, like, uh, skirts. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And... All we did, Mike, was put on, like, fake nose and glasses or something. Yes. Or, and we put, like, you know, freckles on. And, and we went to the party with our best friends, and they did not know who we were. That's so <laughs> funny. Is that the craziest thing? Because you had the FX we, department do your noses up. We came in, and we were, we had little toy horses. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. They did not know who we were. They let us in. They let us stay. But they, it took them quite a long time to figure it out. That's so funny. So they didn't know who you were, but they were like, hey, those seem like costumes, so might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. Because our whole family is from the Northeast in the Connecticut, yeah. New York area, and you dressed yeah. up like cowboys, is that considered cultural appropriation? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> if a bunch of if a bunch of southerners dressed up like in yankee hats and ripped jeans i mean <laughs> would you be offended by that no <laughs> like our friends didn't even recognize us we had a mets hat <laughs> i will tell you something that's probably not very good uh-oh 
Keep in mind you're on the podcast, so you could get canceled. You won't be allowed to be my mom anymore. I know. I know. Okay. I know. We did, in in addition to, like, all the stuff I told you about the costumes, we did black out a couple of our teeth. Oh, Oh, I love that. That's no good. (laughs) I I dressed up as white trash once, and I blacked out a tooth. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do that with? Nail polish. Nail polish. You put nail polish in your mouth? Yeah, it dries. You know what we did? It was like a wax type yeah. of a thing. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> like a wax yeah. thing. Well, sometimes, you know, I, I knew people from the Northeast that didn't have teeth. Yeah. So. I have family members from the Northeast. The, the, the North. The, wow. Zoe the doesn't have any teeth. East that yeah. don't have teeth. Um, all right, Mom. Well, thank you for this right. walk down memory town. And okay. I love you so much. Love and you, Mama. I love you, too. I'll call you later to catch up on our trip. Okay. Sounds good. Love you guys. All Have right. a good rest of your day. You okay, too. Okay, you too, Mom. Okay. Bye-bye. She's great, man. She is great. That's She's so great. funny. They're it's so It's so cool. sweet of her to be like, we probably shouldn't have blacked out our teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Fuck. That's great. Man. Um. Well... Yeah. That's did you talk about Bucky's yet? No, we did not. Dude, for those of you, just quickly, mm-hmm. I'll let you go. Because I know you're so busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, same. Zoe's not the only, only one who's busy, okay? We could both be busy. I'm busy, for example. Mm-hmm. I got a ton of stuff to do. Okay. Get the rest of the laundry. So, Bucky's, I didn't know what Bucky's was <laughs> until either. this trip yeah. down south. Didn't know that it existed. Yes. And now you're asking yourself, what is Bucky's? Or you know exactly what Bucky's is and you're having yourself a chuckle. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to a roadside gas station, mm-hmm. say there's one of those like mobile on the go yeah. where you go in there and there's gas pumps outside mm-hmm. and then there's like a um, kind of like a 7-Eleven inside. Yes. Picture that, but as big as... A supermarket. A supermarket. Yeah. And... Loves itself so much. So much. To the point where like... The most. The Bucky, mm-hmm. their mascot, who yes. is a beaver, yes. is on everything. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And... Eat a beaver is what one of the magnets if you, said. If you want. Yeah. Dude, but so crazy. So most of it is just like, it's a grocery store, but it's a gas station. Mm-hmm. So it's all shit that you would find in a gas station. Yeah. But also, like camo shirts. Oh, and a legit deer stand and yeah. feed for the deer stand and five gallon jugs that you could put on your your truck and shit like that. They had cowhide uh, rugs for sale. Yes, in the gas station. I almost, I really wanted to buy one. To tell you the honest truth, I really wanted one. It would have been cool to just say that you bought it from a gas station. I'm going to buy one from a gas station one Outside, day. thousands of pumps. Mm-hmm. Inside, every flavor of jerky that you could possibly oh, yeah. imagine. Jerky was good too. Jerky was probably... Bucky's, yeah, the best beef jerky I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Nice, a spice, it's, it's nice. And it, they have this vestibule in the middle, where there's a bunch of people in cowboy hats mm-hmm. who are furiously chopping meat and brisket, yeah, and making breakfast sandwiches yeah. and screaming stuff. Oh yeah, and I couldn't really tell what they were screaming. I had no but idea. But you know how when you go to like TGI Fridays and it's somebody's birthday and they all come out. And they scream. Happy birthday! <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah, well, they all come out and they go, Happy birthday! birthday! <laughs> so it's like that. So I'm taking a piss in the bathroom, having a hot piss, and I just hear screaming outside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Uh oh, we've entered into the wrong part. Spaghetti. <laughs> and then I come outside. And I look at Zoya, who I've left for like 15 minutes. Oh, at least. Zoya just has her arms filled <laughs> with stuff. Stuff. Jerky and brownies and chocolate-covered elements. Yeah. And I come out and I'm like, Zoya is like a little kid in like FAO Schwartz. Just like. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Looking around. And, uh, and I'm like, what was the screaming about? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Because somebody would say something, you'd be like, ah, and then everybody would, nah, nah, nah. you know? <laughs> That's exactly what Yeah. Happened. I wasn't the only one that couldn't make it out. Maybe I wasn't close enough because I Maybe what myself. they're saying isn't 
the important part. Maybe guys, the important part is that everyone was screaming all along. I stole together. something from Bucky's. Don't say that, man. I, you can't accidentally steal stuff from Texas. I did. I'm home now. I'm safe. It's done. Just so you know. It was $10. I had nothing to do with Nothing. No. I literally, I had my phone in my hand and I, I picked up this thing, right? And I had. It was a magnet. It was a magnet. And I had picked it up with one hand and I switched it over, switched my phone over. And the magnet was underneath the phone. Dumbass over here. Didn't realize it until I was like already like halfway to the car. Criminal. And I was like, hmm. I'm here now. You this owe is, 10 I'm, bucks to the beeve. Yeah. I mean, maybe next time I'll just leave it. But. And also the coup de crazy is that there was one day where we went to two different Bucky's in a row. It was the same day. Same day. Same day. Two different Bucky's. Same day. Two different Bucky's. I did not you owe like I pay. 10 Bucky's. No, I didn't pay for it. The second time we went to Bucky's, I was annoyed with you and just ran in and it peed and ran out. That is true because I told you that I was scared of your driving. Yeah, you and I wanted to punch him in the face. Because you did do most of the driving. I would say you did 95% of the driving through Texers. I'm going to say like 98% of Texers. I thought that 95 was a very nope. generous. No, it was like 98. He drove an hour. Eh, hour. Eh, one. But how many times did I offer to drive? Twice. So eat a dick. It's your yeah. fault. No. Eat a dick. No, no, no. Twice. Twice. You're out of your... No, I'm not. You're out of your mind. Okay. Um, last thing and I'll say... here's the argument. Is that, and this is kind of how it happens. We went to a hotel in San Antonio. First mm-hmm. of all, San Antonio, lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely place. Mm-hmm. We went to um, a hotel that seemed like it was a big deal in... 1985 Mm -hmm. and nothing has really changed since then i think it's it literally just got bought by the marriott Mm -hmm. and they're in the process of like they're redoing the security Mm -hmm. and the um all the safety stuff like the the fire stuff think of safety there you go you got it do that and uh and it's gonna look different next time we go but this place was like luxury hotel Mm -hmm. in the 80s Mm -hmm. And it really seemed like nothing changed. And there wasn't many people there at all. No. So there, we were so overtired by this point mm-hmm. because it was the last city that we went to. And the elevators, everything looked untouched since 1979. It looked like a part of Price's Rights set. Yeah. And uh, there was a good three hours where I thought we might be ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> And we might just be trapped there. Yeah. And we maybe we died there at some point, yeah. but we didn't realize it. We fell down the elevator chute or something like yeah. that. And we went to the bar and then the bartender just kind of appeared and yeah. we were the only people there. And she was being very nice to us. And she asked us where we were staying. She's like, Can we put it on the room? And she was like, Yeah, where are you staying? And we we're like six ten. And she was like, No, you're not. And I was like, Uh oh, here it is. We're dead. And I was like, No, 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 we're in six ten. And and it probably sounded like this. No, we're we're in six ten. We've we've always been in six ten. And um, we live there now. We live in six ten. We've been floating nebulous. So I uh, we sat down and I, oh, eventually it all got figured out. But I I legit because we were so overtired did think we were dead at some point. Um, but I tell that story to tell this story. At one point. Young man sat next to us, yes. and he was one of the most Texas people I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. He's kind of bigger. Yes. Spit cup. Yeah. Immediately starts talking to us like yeah. he knows us with that Southern charm. Yeah. And uh, owns an oil rig uh, or an oil field. Yeah. Like family business. Was younger than me, like 33, 33 years old. Yeah. And his baby was in the NICU next door in the hospital. Yeah. Go ahead and have some of my coffee if you don't have enough. And he told us this really sad story about how his his baby was born like two months early. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were like, uh, he's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. But he did make it. And yeah. he was just in there because laundry's done. And um, it was so awesome knowing that we, you know, we're from the Northeast and we moved to LA 
And those are two drastically different spots and mindsets. And now we're in this other, I mean, I know the laundry's done. We're in this other part of the country that has another drastically different mindset. Mm -hmm. Because as we've said time and time again, there's never going to be a time, no matter how much you yell at people on the internet, that everyone in the country is going to believe all the same shit at the same time. Right. Until the aliens come down and blow up something that's very important to us, mm -hmm. we're never going to all gel as one and right. think the same right, things. Right, right. So we were talking for like a long time. Mm -hmm. At first I was like, maybe we could be polite yeah. and bounce out at some point. Yeah. But he sat down and he was like, dude, we've been staying here on and off for like two months because mm -hmm. the baby's been in and out of the hospital. So I was like, regardless of what comes out of this dude's mouth, because you don't know, you have no idea. I'm like, I'm in it and I'm going to learn about this dude. And we just had like a really fucking nice conversation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was like being talked at, mm -hmm. but sometimes you recognize that you're about to be talked at Yeah, and explain the difference. Uh, when you are trying to also have part of the conversation, but there's no, they no, just part. talk over you. Right. And, and that happens to me a lot at work when I, cause I ended up getting up and I left for maybe 15 minutes because I was over getting talked at and yeah. Mike was a trooper. I was in it yeah. because I hadn't driven. Yeah. <laughs> so I had yes. the energy. Yeah. But uh, eventually what happens if you, if you speak with someone who is talking at you mm -hmm. for an hour mm -hmm. or more, they're going to run out of shit to say and right. they're going to start asking you shit by yourself. Mm -hmm. The only difference between being talked with and talked at is that other people ask you about yourself After. sooner Later. into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, definitely, definitely like different viewpoints, but it was so nice. It's so nice and important to, to travel and to sit down and like, essentially like we were just having drinks, but like break bread with yeah. people who, you know, just believe drastically different things about yourself. Mm -hmm. I think the part of the pandemic where like, we're all kind of, and Texas didn't have a pandemic, but the part where we're all like separated from each other mm -hmm. and unable to interact that needs to be counteracted with like, we got to spend time with each other because mm -hmm. we're all just people and we're all just figuring it out. And yeah. we're kind of like a product of where we grew up. Right. We were talking about that, yeah. how we might've been different if we grew up in a different part of the country. Yeah. But just like, you know, fucking, if you got some free time, get in your car and go somewhere else and yeah. just sit at a hotel bar and just make conversation with whoever. Yeah. And, and just be open to the conversation too. I mean, you know, I, I think that a lot of people have a hard time like, cause like he sat down and he's like, so what's going on with y'all? You know, yeah, like eventually he totally, <laughs> no, like it, he ordered his drink. He talked yeah. to the bartender for yeah, a second, right. ordered his drink and he was like, so what's up with y'all? You uh -huh. know, and just immediately started a conversation. Don't yeah. just kind of poo poo those types of things. Cause sometimes you never know who you're going to meet and you never yeah. know how this conversation is going to go. He said something very interesting. He's like, if you notice in Texas, we don't really give a fuck if you're like Republican or Democrat. We just care that you're from Texas. Texas and that's it. He didn't give <laughs> a fuck. Pretty tight. Yeah. They don't because it and it's actually it's kind of true. Like you you think about Texans, it's not about being, you know, Republican or Democrat or whatever, liberal, whatever. Yeah. There's like a melting pot of all of that, right? Like yeah. if you go into the middle. He was also cities, like, What's the seat? We don't yeah. give a shit. That's it does yeah, exactly. Don't but, piss on the Alamo and we fucking right, get to go. Right. He's like, a fucking Ozzy pissed on the Alamo. God. And, uh, you know, I don't even know why everybody freaked out. We'd lost. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. But it's, you know, just listening to someone from uh, a very different part, or a very different upbringing, just listen to each other talk, man. You fucking, you learn some shit. You don't have to agree with each other on, mm -hmm. on everything. You don't have to try to change each other. Mm -hmm. But, um... I don't know. That's part of becoming a more well-rounded person. It's just yeah. to understand. It's so easy to be on the internet and to be like, oh, I hate that person because of this tweet that they did. Right. Because that's, that's who they are. Yeah. This tweet. Yeah. Or that's, you know, who they voted for is, is who they are. Right. It does tell you something about what they believe, but people are, everyone's a full person, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. so just fucking 
Chill the fuck Meet out. a bunch of full yeah. people. Yeah. Um, last thing before I read off our $10 group's names because they're part of the Patreon. And if you're part of the $10 group, you get your name shouted out. We were on your birthday. We stayed in a, in a little town called San Marcos, I believe. Yes. And we went to this Mexican, great Mexican restaurant. Um, what was it called? Something Maria's. Casa Maria's. Casa Maria's. And there's a... Uh, Best Mexican. I've ever had in my life. Oh, great. Hands down. Food was great. Everything. Um, and there's a Mexican uh, bakery attached to it, right? And we walk in and there's this giant, giant bell. Like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> giant bell. Like, think about the service bell. Yes. When uh, you need a bellhop or yes. if somebody's not at the desk at the bank. And... Um, but like the size of like a serving tray. <laughs> oh yeah. It was huge. It was absolutely huge. And it was a lot of fun. And I immediately, I, I had to, I had to touch it. Like I could not, I could not, not touch it. And there was a sign on it that said what? Uh, ring for someone only ring for service only. Right. Okay? So don't just ring it. Yeah. But of course, that wasn't that. Those rules don't apply to me, you know. <laughs> like, no, fuck that. And that's why they hate us. And I looked at the woman, and I was like, you know, I, I have to, you know, I have to, I have to ring this, okay? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, kind of laughing. She was like, young girl, you know, woman. And I fucking blaze it. Like I try to like just hit it like you would like a regular size. Yeah. Oh no no no! Didn't you make need to noise. put. You need to fucking like jam on it, uh-huh. okay? <laughs> so I'm like giggling the entire time we're getting some pastries. It's Mike's birthday, you know, whatever. This older gentleman walks in. I look at her again. And I was like, I apologize in advance. I have to do it again. Okay. <laughs> and I look up back at the, at the gentleman. I was like, I apologize in advance. And he goes for what darling? <laughs> <laughs> like on. a fucking train. <laughs> it's like somebody's driving a tugboat through the bakery. <laughs> I don't think she liked it the second time, but whatever. So I still funny, did it. man. So funny um, to be like, for what, darling? For what, darling? Oh, she's about to diddly dong. Diddly dong, ding dong. She's about to ring that diddly dong day. She she getting excited about that ding ling dong dong dong. As you guys know, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you. Uh, give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and our $10 group gets a shout-out as follows. Nick Torres, Jacob Mock, Will Carey, Steve Deergo, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Werefishy, Joe Penn, Happy Birthday Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel, uh, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Ali, Mitra Cam, and Taro Baez, Justin Baddorf, Ivana Dubin, uh, Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCPB and J, Reese Carnes, Gabe Earnhardt, Ad Mammed, Chili Filson, Emily Paget, uh, Giant, uh, David S. Pumpkins, um, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Crossed Up, Someone Scared the Fuck Out of Aaron. <laughs> That's great. Emily Buck, Jackie the Ripper. Paige Jansen, guy with long hair. Curse Johnson. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. Anna Val Scream. Oops, just Dale. Jason Perryman. Benjamin Putz. Uh, Marquise Cruz. Beth Bush. Also saw Beth this weekend. She's fucking adorable. Maybe one uh, of the funniest. She's like funny like my mom's funny. Yeah, she is funny like your mom is. I agree with that. Uh, Christina Camille. Snuggle Pig H. Uh, Nils Nyquist, Standin, Josh, Josh Standin, jo- Josh Steppen, wow, Michael Johnson, Joseph Dilcox, Kayla Johnston, Jules Run, Grant Levisier, uh, Chad Clark, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Mackenzie, Shane Welsh, uh, Ivan Canoe, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lillian Carrillo, uh, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Skelben Spooks, uh, Chelsea Thomas, Theodorus Karen Bellis, Bry Don't Cough, 
One Bum Man. Danny Sinclair. Also saw him while we were in San Antonio. Uh, Jack, Jacob D. Bradford. Justine Bibistein. Christi, uh, Chris Robinson. Just Josh. Sergeant Sparty. Ed Birch. Helen Ford. Noah Miller. Superflaus. Tatiana Clay. Danielle D. Verona. John Robinson. Katie A. Sean Stone. Valerie York. Dev. Jesse Stillwell. Katie Lee G. Rob DeVeux. Rob, uh, I'm sorry, Don Buer, Nestor DeLeon III, uh, Dara McGrath, Luis Hernandez, Monique Quistorf, Troy R., Cody Ostolas, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Uh, we hope that you have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Also, Surrounded Crowdwork Show at the Hollywood Improv is November 5th. There's tickets for it on sale via the link in my biography Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I'll be shouting it out. And I'll be putting it on stuff. Come to that. Dynamic Banter in Boston on December 1st. Dynamic Dynamic Boston in New York on December 2nd. Um, I think I'm going to have a show in Connecticut at what used to be the acoustic cafe, which is now something else um, in Bridgeport, Connecticut on the 5th of December. We'll see. Almost positive because I got email. I got more recent emails. Um, So come to surrounded, come see Danumic Binchar. And thank you for everyone who came to see us in Texas. Love you all. Zoe. Love you. Love you. All right. Bye guys. Bye.